Yep. This is the good stuff. Times have changed, and the pitcast changes with them. We're uh, I'm Carter, joined by Moss and uh, Lorian here, each from our respective homes. Yes, um, giving you all a, uh, a quarantine edition of uh, our humble little podcast here. Yeah, we uh, we uh, we had one rule for doing the podcast, which was we all had to actually be at a table together. Uh, but as you said, the times have changed. And so now this is our virtual table. Yeah. That, that had always been a thing where it was very much, it was important that the podcast remain this, you know, it's, it's about the people who are here in Chicago uh, and about what's going on with us presently. Like as, as much as we would have liked to have reach out and, and have a rotating cast of guests because there are so many people who are worthy of the, of the attention and the platform. But yeah, definitely got to make the concession. Otherwise, we'd be shouting at each other from across yeah. the room. Yeah. I mean, we're relatively close to one another too. Like we're all basically within a one mile radius. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're all in Logan Square. It's, we're just on opposite corners. That is true. I actually saw Lorian in the flesh not more than a couple of days ago from, from quite the distance. I work at uh, a restaurant in uh, our neighborhood of Logan Square in Chicago, and I was able to beg my boss to keep the place open. Uh, luckily, he actually owns the space, so he's not paying rent month by month, so we can kind of get by on the thinnest of margins. Like being like our, our position as a small business is pretty much as lucky as you can get in the restaurant biz because pretty much every other restaurant um like a like every restaurant company has has closed and laid off a bunch of workers so i'm in a really unique and fortunate position and i've been lucky enough to have some lords come through and and order food and and that's been really great like that show of support yeah, man, got to support local business. Yeah, times are now, tough. Yeah, now now more than ever. I think I'm gonna order a uh, a case of beer from from Hopewell, the brewery where we all kind of got together and started everything. It's uh, yeah, it's like you can't obviously dole out money everywhere because times are hard for everyone. But if there is a place in your neighborhood that you frequented often, go and for fuck's sake, tip them 20% at least. <laughs> at least. Yeah. I went for a walk um, on Saturday night, about a four mile walk down Milwaukee to Western and back. And it was quite arresting just how desolate it was on like a f- Saturday at say 5 PM, 6 PM. Mm-hmm. Uh, closed storefronts messages on the front. Like we need your help or, you know, 
open for carryout only or reduced hours. Um, and I even saw my first boarded up business recently too, which kind of, um, I don't know. It's hard to describe it. It's like, holy shit, you know, like things are going to get really bad or could get really bad soon. Right. When you start seeing boarded up businesses and, and whatnot, and, and what was three weeks ago, a, a vibrant stretch of city. Yeah. It's like the loss of something familiar is what's especially chilling, knowing that when things go back to how they were, they won't be quite the same. Yeah. Is kind of the, that's kind of the, the there's this initial kind of shock of, of realizing, okay, this is how my life is now for the time being and for probably quite a while. Um, and then knowing that it won't be, you know, we won't go back to how things were in December, you know, it'll, right. it'll, it'll have changed since then. That's kind of like the new thought that's crept in within the past like couple of weeks or so, at least, it, you know, from my experience. And I think the three of us uniquely have had our uh, work situation affected in, in different ways, right? It, haven't you said that you've been like crazy busy? Yeah. And, and I mean, y- yes, I have actually. And without getting too much into personal details on that, um, the the uh, pandemic has uh, invoked a lot of what I, or what are, what are called force majeure clauses, which are delay provisions for, you know, natural disasters, war, acts of God, like pandemic and stuff. So I've just been busy doing a lot of contractual analysis on those and, and uh, working on, um, you know, providing guidance uh, to, uh, to stakeholders in the company on that stuff. And then just trying to get business because the quarter's ending too, right? Today's the 31st of March, Q1 ends. And so we're trying to get a lot of stuff done, <laughs> trying to cram it in at the end, you know, while there's still an appetite to, to do some business. So yeah, it's the last 10 days or so have been very busy for me. But I, I mean, it could get very slow coming up very soon. Yeah, it's just interesting how the, how the scales have tipped, just kind of depending on what industry you've happened to have been in, you know, for some yeah. people it's, you know, it's wheel for some people it's whoa. Yeah. I'm a grad student at Northwestern and, uh, it's based for that. It's just like, okay, we have to take all of these classes that are in person and try to put them online and make them work. My girlfriend uh, teaches public speaking. And so she has to try to take her public speaking class. <laughs> it's like the whole point is to be in person in front of people yeah. and try to adjust it to like, all right, well, I guess I'm doing like video speeches now. And then kids upload their video speeches and then they look at them and give it's like it's a mess huh that is actually really interesting to consider um the idea of like being alone but also communicating to a large group of people that actually would kind of i like i of course don't understand all the nuances that would go into public speaking but i think there's definitely a new skill to be taught there certainly Um, For sure. I mean, like, for example, if, you know, just like worst case scenario, we're all doing this for the rest of our lives, which I don't think is going to happen, but you could imagine like a new set of skills would emerge. One of them being public speaking over Zoom. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. What's the, what's the best way of, what's the best way of presenting, lighting, getting things across? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'll tell you what's not the best way to do lighting, Carter, whatever you have going on right now. (laughs) You're like, you're like in a dungeon right now. Should I bring my lamp closer? I'm I think sorry. I think you need light in front of you is yeah. the issue because you're yeah. being backlit, so it's yeah. like it's like shadowed. 
<laughs> well, I think it. I think it kind of maintains. Yeah. my kind of mysterious. If, persona. If, if we end up posting this on YouTube or whatever, we'll we'll put a disclaimer asking for forgiveness. This is our pilot episode. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I should have. Yeah, I should have done this from my bedroom. But whatever. Anyway, this is you a need trial to be run. front lit like a soft light or whatever. What is the reflective light? What is that called? I'll just get my roommate and have him shine a flashlight on me. Yes, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what I meant. Perfect. Um, uh, yeah, and, you know, though though our lives have changed dramatically, our desire to play old school has certainly not diminished, or, or <laughs> magic, magic in general. And already yeah. there have been, um, you know, m- a myriad of different uh, online tournaments being yeah. held all all over the scene. I haven't um, kept up on all of them or, or the results of every single one, but I can speak to us as lords yeah. are hosting, you know, what we've called the quarantine cup, which yep. is a split format, four rounds of old school, four rounds of middle school uh, to, to, you know, to satiate everyone's desire to keep playing. Yeah, we just finished the four rounds of old school last weekend, and we just started the four rounds of middle school this weekend. And I so, have to play both of you. Do you guys have to play each other? I played Carter last time. Oh, we already yeah, in, we in middle school. Yeah, we had a, a the deck mirror match that was quite unsavory. <laughs> so all three, all three of us like spiked pretty hard. In old school. <laughs> there definitely was no amount of like, oh, this is just a, you know, nah, little nah. online tournament for fun. It's like, oh, no. well, okay, this is, this is where I can get my kicks. Knives out immediately. It's yeah. definitely knives. So boss, how come you decided to pick the deck up? Well, I get a hankering to play. I when I say the deck, it's it's uses the mirror ball variant and a little bit more burn, um, which I don't think is as good as the version you had. Um, I mean, I also lost in our mirror match, so maybe it's just bias there. But uh, it, it feels a little bit more comboy. But uh, I just decided to play it. Um, I don't know. Like I get a hankering to play some hard control now and then. So why not? I don't yeah, know. That's I, not a very good reason, but it's like once a year, I just want to try it out. It's like you, you like to, yeah, you like to take the Cadillac out at, at least every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I pretty much took Danny's exact list from uh, Lord's house and, and decided to play it. Yeah. I was playing Esper good stuff, which I've been fiddling with a little bit. I took it to Lord's house and man, once you start playing a bunch of restricted cards, it's so hard to go back. Oh yeah. Like I don't want to play pink aggro again. I want to just be like ancestral (laughs) time walk mind twist you like, ah, yeah, that's so good. And I get to play with Savannah lions. It's like everything I want. Okay. So you're, you're not playing the skies version. You're playing the like, uh, it's like, it's like skies with four Savannah lions. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So four lions four four uh, dib and then two Sarah angel main deck one in the board. When I go ahead, boss. No, no, go ahead. You go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that you also are playing a decent amount of counter spells in your list, right, Lorian? Yeah, like five. I've seen lists that play more that play like seven, but yeah, um, I'm a little hesitant to play a full set of the actual counter spell because the mana is so bad. Like, I think I have 13 sources or something. So I play two counter spell, one mana drain, and two power sink. Hmm. That works pretty well. But man, like getting double blue consistently, maybe in a long, like, 
if you're playing against control, but if you're playing against aggro and they strip you, like you're not getting a double blue. Not any not often. Yeah, I think this is a reason why a lot of those types of decks are splashing red for lightning bolt because you have a more proactive card. Have the counters been good for you? Like have oh, they yeah. protected a serendib at like a crucial? Have they tagged? Oh, yeah. They just they just stop all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So before that I was playing the four color with lightning bolt and like fireball. And um, I, my man is much more consistent with just the three color version. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm playing like I'm playing three Mission Factory, three Strip Mine. But uh, yeah, I love it. The man is much more consistent. I mean, I don't want to strain the mana base too much with a bunch of double blues. But um, yeah, the counter spells have been absolutely great. Like when they I... stop all kinds. Like like you just get a threat down or whatever, and then you stop whatever they're doing, yeah. or you counter their him or counter their mind twist. Yeah, when I first started playing in Chicago, one of the early decks I had was Esper, good stuff, but it was a Skies version that used four Dibos and like three Sarah Angels and a moat or two. Um, and that, I don't remember, I don't think I had factories in it because I had the moat, so it was just like strips for the Brownlands. And, it, and just like you said, you know, you're just trying to play a, a Dib or a Sarah and just back it up. And I played a more counter-heavy version where I had four counter spells, mana drain, and a couple of power sinks. I think it was the seven counter version. It was a little bit heavier into blue. Yeah, so you're probably looking to counter a couple plays, then play a threat. Maybe they remove that. Then your yeah. second threat gets backed up with actual counter spell. Yeah, or sometimes you can just go turn one Dibbo, you know, and then just try to ride the lightning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's uh, it's interesting because you look at a deck like um, like Aaron West's uh, Shahrazad deck that uh, Bob and Raja played at Lord's House. Yeah, and you're seeing a Savannah Lions Dib deck, but they're also playing the Order. Lorian, <laughs> are you at all close to trying to stick orders in there to have no. a more robust creature package? No, I mean Order is super powerful. It's a big reason why white weenie and pink work. Uh again, I just think it's an issue of having that consistent double white. Like I don't really understand how these decks are doing well consistently. Um I would guess I don't know. They must be mulliganing to oblivion, getting really lucky. I mean <laughs> like maybe you can drop a like, you know, I'll I think Sarah Angel is reasonable to cast like turn five, turn six. And maybe that's when these decks are casting order and they're using them. I've seen them in sideboard. So maybe they're using them as protection against the abyss, but mm-hmm. turn two order in a three or four color deck is going to be almost impossible. Like, or not almost impossible. It's just going to happen 40% of the time or whatever. It's, it's just not going to happen that often. Yeah. I, uh, I've, I've also felt like mana in those types of decks have been, kind of uh finicky uh and yet it seems like when you play against it like like the savannah lion comes down and the order comes down the dip well it's like do do guy are guys not playing sitting in a bottle because that card annihilates that deck right the mana base and the dibos yeah do you are you kind of priced into playing three or four Cities of Brass? Yeah, I mean... Probably three. I, I, cert- I certainly would be playing City in the Bottles if I saw a place that it dibs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the thing I don't understand is uh, the the list that I was looking at that I based my Esper list on, it was playing, I think, like about nine sources of white and nine sources of blue. And it was playing two cities. And it was playing uh, City in a Bottle in the board. So it seemed pretty well protected against City in a Bottle. But again, it's like, how is this person ever casting these spells consistently? I don't know. 
There's also uh, a deck that's uh, been called the the Boyle deck uh, after Mr. Jordan Boyle, who uh, I got a chance to meet at Chalice this year, um, who plays a blue-white deck with a bunch of counterspells, but also fits the full playset of Flying Men in there. So he's got Savannah Lions, Flying Men, and Serendib as his creature package. So a little bit softer to um, bottle, but it seems like... Um, seems like flying men might be the move if you want like more threats and a smoother curve, like what you were saying. Do they do uh, unstable mutation too, or? I don't think so. I think it's just a bunch of a bu- like swords, disenchant, counter spells, flying men, savannah lines, dip, and then probably that black splash, which is which is pretty free at that point. I would say. Yeah. That's the funny thing about old school decks. It's like there's there really shouldn't ever be like a true two color deck because by the time you're putting that many yeah. duels in there, you like just you add need the cities and you just have the black. You just add two select black cards and you're good to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're terrified of Blood Moon, then maybe you don't do it. But <clears throat> you pre- yeah, you probably could like play like a Plains on an Island instead. But I would probably argue that the Tutor of the Twist would give you more wins on average. Right. Than worrying about being better against blood moon i agree so how did your esper deck do then lauren in the in the quarantine cup it did well i went three and one uh i lost against matt bronze um land tax ivory tower deck (laughs) in an untimed match (laughs) oh yeah no you know that i he's our guy conceded both of those games he did not you did he did not yeah i I conceded Uh, uh, I played against Raj and he was like, yeah, man, I played against this dude, Matt Braun. <laughs> and like, he was just going on about how long the round was and he like refused to give up. And he was just like stuck in that meat grinder. Yeah. God, God bless him. He loves playing complex decks and, uh, and wearing you down. I, I was like, for me, the second game, he beat me two Oh, and the second game I was just sitting there like, I'm really not enjoying this. He's probably going to win. He's probably like 80, 85% to win. I'm just going to concede, do something else. If there's ever a guy who gets the extra percentage points from an untimed round. (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) It's that guy. It's kind of like, yeah, that's the best. Um, Raj, when I played against Raj, he was on blue-red control featuring Ali from Cairo and Spectral Cloak. And uh, like game one, I just couldn't figure out what the hell he was doing because he had this Ali sitting there and I'm like, well, I don't really give a shit about Ali. I got a thousand ways, thousand and one ways to blow him up when I need to. Um, And then I was just, you know, I was always a card or two ahead of him because I had tomes out or whatever. And I eventually, how did I end up blowing him up? I think I just... I think I just straight up disenchanted the cloak and then swords the guy or something stupid like that. Super like, disrespectful. Yeah, right. A double, a double whammy. But like, I couldn't ever figure out what he was doing. And then I'm like, so what's going on? And he's like, oh, I've just got that in there to like protect me or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay, sick, sick diversion. Because like, we went into game two. I'm like, I don't know what he's doing. He had like some bolts and counters and an Ali. This is why I was so surprised to battle Raja in the finals of Lord's House because he's a he's a great player, but he always plays awful, awful decks. Uh, but, 
so it was it was kind of cool to see like oh yeah when when you want to battle you oh yeah battle. but raja most of the time he's going to be showing up with lich he's going to be showing up with aladdin's ring or ali from cairo he's the- i don't know man the first time i ever played him was at eternal central three or like two years ago it was it was three eternal centrals ago because one just happened and he was on uh reanimator all in reanimator like a jaco list basically and crushed me that's still quite the stew is reanimator i guess it's yeah it's more of a stew than uh yeah deck. um okay so this just in breaking news here our our dearly beloved uh marty selenius might be logging in true to form he thought um he had the time zone wrong so <laughs> oh he's in arizona is that right yeah yeah oh, I, that's right He's out well, in the desert, so. Um, hopefully, hopefully he he joins this mid episode here. It'll be great to hear what what yeah. his life is is like. Probably many uh, many communions with nature. He has much easier access to uh, to beautiful beautiful places than yeah. than we do. Man, if I had a car, boy, I would take it up to up to Wisconsin, man. Dude, I drove on Sunday morning. Um, I, it's, it's rare that I drive for pleasure. Oh, there he is. Oh my God. Connecting <laughs> from a streaming from a from potato his, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> from a potato with two, two oh, things sticking out dude, of it. You're going to need more tinfoil on the antenna, my dude. <laughs> is, he, uh, is he coming through <laughs> for either of you? I'm oh boy. Nothing. Yeah, no, he's immediately frozen <laughs> in time. <laughs> Where are you, dude? The moon? Oh, I'll be right there. Uh, it looks like he's running top speed. Yeah, like dude. Are you, or something. You're going to try to log in from a fucking mountaintop, dude? <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm a Wi-Fi guy, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I'm getting closer to service. I'm, I can literally see your brain up from up your nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it closer to the sky. You'll <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. How about now? Yeah, dude. Slightly better. <laughs> oh, this this actually is better. Okay, you were outside and a, a minute I'm ago. Still and, outside. And now you're inside. Yeah, and I'm hanging out with this fucking guy. A hound, a faithful hound. A hound, yeah, a faithful hound. It does yeah. nothing but sleep, wine, eat. Morden Kaiden's faithful hound. Yeah. yeah. Holy oh, hell! You nice shaved reference. your beard. Oh yeah, dude. Wow. We'll definitely have idiots. to release the video. Never- <laughs> Otherwise, this part of the podcast will make no sense. Yeah, at no all. shit, right? Yeah, no. I this I haven't been this clean shaven for probably ten years at least. So wow. it's been a while. Yeah, was it when you applied to your job ten years ago? No, that's when no, you applied I applied to his woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I don't remember the last time I was. I know I'm so it's like I can't remember it. It's been that long. Wow. Did you look at yourself in the mirror and think? fuck i'm old no actually it was the opposite like i was like damn i look good yeah. <laughs> i look like a young buck what about yeah. you laurian laurian also uh in case we don't release the uh the video is always sporting a beard yeah it's and, been a long time maybe like eight years or something eight yeah. to ten years i don't know how you guys do it that's oh you man it's so easy when it grows out it like it doesn't itch at all you know mm-hmm. if, if you ever get that itch from like your facial hair being a little too long, it stops itching. It's so easy to take care of. And like, especially right now I'm, a, I'm a little chubby. 
if I were to cut this, <laughs> hey man, w- winter, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. I like. Yeah, I would look right. younger for sure, but I would also look a lot more ridiculous. Like this beard covers up a lot of my it's freaking imperfections. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got like three three little chins just all in a row right here. Chinny chin, plus chin. you're a ginger, so you really don't feel anything, right? No soul, no feelings. Yeah, that's just what they say to abuse us. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie what, could, what's shaking in Arizona, dude? Yeah. Uh, I got no job. So right now I, I bought a truck so I could take it up to Michigan mm-hmm. and it's in pieces right now. So I went out to go work on it. Um, the people that I'm working on it with don't have work either. So they're working on my truck, but I thought I had another hour before I, I could, I had to do this. So I was about to mix a cocktail. I'm like, <laughs> sit down for a second. <laughs> nah, man. Too know. late calling you out, kid. <laughs> yeah. What kind of truck is it? It's a 73 Ford F-250. Four by oh four. man, a classic. A high boy. Yeah. It's a, it's a fucking monster. But the, um, I bought it from a dude who's like this, the same kind of dude where you sit down and chat with him. And within 30 seconds, he's talking shit about the government and like how you need to build like your own bomb shelter type stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to be in vogue these days. Yeah. This is really preppers delight here. (laughs) But it's supposed to be like my get out of town vehicle, you know, I'm like move into the freaking forest and be away and off the grid. And I'm like one fucking year too late. Yeah, man, you waited too long. Well, you 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 were busy getting bald in Genoa and now (laughs) now we're going to have to hook you up to a B-side respirator. You're going to have to share one with, we're going to have to share one with Carter. (laughs) (laughs) Just hook it up to like an old like sewing machine with a foot pump and you could just like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it'll be fine. I don't really breathe that much in general. We'll get you, we'll get you an iron (laughs) lung, dude. (laughs) Well, now you have a quest. You know what I mean. You've got to get yeah. the get the truck repaired. Then you've got to go to the next location. It's like exactly. a, uh, they could film a show about you. Yeah, or a well, video I was game. supposed to go through Chicago too. <laughs> Chicago is going to be like ground zero. Yeah, oh. you don't don't come through here, man. I mean, yeah, it's better than New York. It's much better than New York. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the hell to do. I was supposed to drive through there and pick up like a fat belly stove and like some other other essentials to build. And now I'm like, should I just fucking skip it and go straight to the island? I don't know. To the you island. Probably keep your dis- it's probably fine for you to come into Chicago. Just keep your distance from people. Watch everything that they give to you, you know? Just, yeah. You guys look okay, man. You don't have like boils growing on your face or anything? Not like yet. Not yet. There's an incubation period. <laughs> it's going to be like I Am Legend. It's just going to be like, Moss Carter and Lori and hanging out in the rooftop somewhere. Like At the it. very end. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of incubation, everyone, you know, how everyone's trying to give money to like the local business. Me, I'm trying to give money to my tattoo artist. Now, obviously the <laughs> studio is, is, is closed down. So I'm trying to convince her to like tattoo me in her apartment. <laughs> I'm like, I, w- I want to kick, I want to kick you some money. You know what I mean? It could be like two, three like more months. Like, let's do it. She's like, I don't think so. I'm like, all right, I'll talk to you in a week. Let's try to do this. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. wait for her to get really desperate and then maybe she'll give you a tattoo. And I'll yeah, be there like, let's do it. Half price. Yeah. Do you trade it for like toilet paper and sardines or something like that? <laughs> yeah. I'll just, I'll just bring over a truck full of toilet paper and be like, let's do it. Buzz me down. Did you stock up Charlie on provisions or you guys aren't really doing shit out in the desert? Are you? 
No, but people still freaked out and people are still freaking out. Like yeah. the, the weirdest part was sorry guys. So like people thought, I don't know what, like it's a flu, so I'm gonna get a bunch of TP because I have to shit a lot. I don't know. But that, <laughs> like I don't know. Like that that's all past. But now it's like I went to the supermarket and all the bananas were gone. Yeah. Like, what do you what do you do with bananas? They go bad in like a week. Same thing with like eggs. Like I don't know that people are like eggs and like flour so maybe people are like making their own noodles because you can't buy noodles at the store like what do you do yeah chicago's starting to be restocked i went to a big jewel uh the other day and a couple <laughs> a couple weeks ago it was like they were out of eggs out of a bunch of stuff and they, they're at least doing a little bit better like the eggs are still gone but at least they have potatoes now and the pasta section isn't just completely raided yeah <laughs> i'm already sick of pasta but I've been eating well, dude. I uh, braised short ribs with red wine and Good thyme deal. What is that? Is that sweet potatoes. I've been doing <laughs> pork chops with apples, grapes, ginger. Take a whole pork shoulder, hit it in the slow cooker, make chili. Oh, yeah, yeah baby. Because you got it all day, yeah? Yeah, right? All day. I got my skill is uh, I've been working <laughs> on my omelet game, and I've got a pretty good omelet going right now. Still so, cooking uh, right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's smoking. It's, it's smoldering over on the stove. Yeah, Not literally this omelet. fucking instant. No, but in the mornings, yeah. Yeah, Marissa has been uh, doing the cooking. She actually made beef bourguignon, like a classic French recipe. So uh, yeah, after this podcast, I'm eating that, and then I have, I'm on like shopping duties and nice taking out the trash and that's where extra that chance coming from, dude. What's that? That's where extra chance coming from. Yeah, uh, it's good. I'll definitely eat a couple portions. <laughs> yeah, he's he's feasting while he can. Feast and famine. Oh, dude, the, yeah that that I have not been thinking about. I've just been eating whatever the hell that I want. But yeah. I've also been running, and yeah. I ran on the six oh six like the day that Chicago when it was packed. No, 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 right right the day before Chicago closed yeah. it down. So I went the, the day before. Yeah, yeah is is um it's a it's like a public park on what used to be an elevated train track um kind of like the high line in new york very pretty um but of course like the one nice day it was stuffed full of people i'm jogging and then a day after we get told that the 66 yeah. and lakefront have been closed down indefinitely <laughs> and yeah. that's the day you got the coronavirus and that's why i'm staying inside my house i guess yeah i just jogged past people but there was some guy who sneezed on me but i didn't think <laughs> Sneezing is not typically a sign of it. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was just a show of affection. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about we get back somewhat on track? Um, no, I mean, there's no real hard and fast itinerary here, but I, I do, uh, Lorian, want to touch a little bit on that March Mayhem thing mm-hmm. that you guys did down at Jaco's uh, place. Uh, I ended up bad. This was kind of before the shit really hit the fan but kind of as it was hitting the fan. You could see the writing on the wall for sure. Yeah. Everyone like everyone bailed. Did you guys do like a 2v2? What the hell happened? <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I bailed. Giant. Yeah, I bailed on it. Yeah, so it was on March the 14th on a Saturday. And I think, I don't know, some kind of quarantine in Chicago came out, I think, on a Monday or something. So, yeah. so you could tell. So anyway, it was supposed to be a 24-person tournament. Uh, three rounds of old school 96. So that includes up through Mirage and then three rounds of middle school. Mirage the set, not Mirage block, correct? Yes, Mirage the set. Yes, exactly. Right. Um, That's pretty fucking cool. 
It was a, yeah, it was fun. I mean, so, so it was supposed to be 24 people, six showed up <laughs> and I was pretty nervous about it going into it. But like, as I saw, if you're going to still top eight, <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Guaranteed top eight, baby. <laughs> that EV um, play. Did they still have most creative top eight? <laughs> they did not. They AKA no the prizes. Charlie bracket. Yeah. Oh god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> two and four bracket, dude. <laughs> two and four. Well, I hope I hope people think my deck is cool. <laughs> oh, fuck you. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, you because you presently have bragging rights over the afternoon. Charlie is the only California dude I know that can consistently go two four while running the entire <laughs> power nine. <laughs> <laughs> I have not had that in like a year. <laughs> 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 oh, Charlie, we've been, dude, I've been licking my chops to get you on this cast for a long time, baby. Just so you can shit talk him. Oh, yeah, right That's to his face, like, right to his digital fucking face. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even your face that I recognize anymore. It's I know, yeah, it's, it's a different, it's just a stranger that appears out of nowhere and yeah. just breaks Balls. you over the coals. <laughs> dude, I didn't even know you had teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my teeth are straight as fuck, son. I, well, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> my grill anyway, is in good school, ass shape. Old school ninety six. So we're we're brewing <laughs> for this format. What are we thinking? What's that? Old school ninety six. <laughs> we're bre- we're brewing for this format. What are what are we thinking about doing? Yeah. So um, force the, of will. Force of will. Right. You get force of will from alliances. You do. And then you also get uh, enlightened tutor and mystical tutor from Mirage. And neither, none of those three cards are restricted. So what I was thinking was, well, I want to play four Force of Will. I want to play four Mystical Tutor so I can Mystical Tutor for Ancestral and Mind Twist and Balance. I mean, when you have like a virtual five balances in your deck, you can kind of do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And uh, Enlightened Tutor is also good because Necro is also not restricted in the format. So I ended up brewing an Esper um, Necro deck and I decided, like, the the best way is just to play all these restricted broken cards and then have as few win conditions as possible. So basically, uh, two Mirror Universe, two Drain Life. It's easy to get low on life just using Necro naturally. You switch life totals, and then you you Drain Life them. Along the way, you're mysticaling for Mind Twist to strip out their whole hand. You're playing Main Deck Hymns. You would, you fucking savage. It was awesome, man. It went 3-0. It was it was so much fun. It was just like nonstop tutoring. I mean, it's ridiculous. Those cards, those tutors should be restricted for sure. There's no, but it's just such an untested format. Jacob just wanted to let it format. play out. Did you guys use anybody use Lines of Diamond? Oh no, I don't yeah, think so. I don't. I don't think anybody sick. was playing on that. No, you nothing was like reanimating with Lines of Diamond. Nothing. No, there was um, because that no would have been unrestricted too. Nothing from Mirage or Alliances was restricted. Yeah. Yeah. The, the only kind of new card that was restricted was, I'm guessing, Mana Vault, Demonic Consultation. Mana Crypt. Or Mana Crypt. And yeah, DC, yeah, yeah. and that's it. And that's it? Yeah, but DC was already restricted from 95. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, we've already decided after a couple 95 tournaments that Demonic Consultation is a bit of a problem. Yeah, and here's the thing. Like, in a four Mystical Tutor format, you don't even want to play DC. Oh, no. Like, it's you not even in my it. deck. Yeah, you yeah. just play your tutors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. it I, seems um, like a race to um, a race to resolve necro. If you're the first person to get the necro down, then you can just balance. Yeah, it seems like there's there's a couple cards that matter and a whole bunch that don't. Yeah, my favorite play of that whole series was um, I 
I think I like, I can't, I can't remember the exact sequence. Basically I ended up, I had a Zurin orb out. I sacked all my lands. I balanced against <laughs> Jaco. He was playing reanimator. So I got all of his lands. I got all of his reanimation creatures. I gained a bunch of life. And then I had Necro out. So then I just refilled my hand and kept going. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Zeranorb. Zeranorb is so inconspicuous, but so busted. It's insane. It's, it's a classic in that format. Yeah. It's good it's in middle school too. It's a stone cold yeah. classic. The deck that I built for 96 and tested against Lorien was uh, also Esper, but it was Esper Dreadnought Illusionary Mask Necro. So it ran, you know, I, I and, and it had Enlightened Tutors to go get the mask or the knots. Um, and, and again, like I said, I ended up dropping just because of concerns. I didn't go to that event, but I tested that deck a little bit and it was insanely powerful. I had turn two dreadnought usually by turn two, three at the latest. And it yeah, was were really fun. usually two. two. No, I, I just went Esper. I didn't have the red to make the Tresser horn. Okay. Still. But, uh, uh, so yeah, I got to test that against Lorian. You won the pro- most of the games, didn't you? Like say three out of five or four out of seven, whatever. Yeah. In our I, testing. I, I think once I kind of figured out what was going on, I, I did. I mean, it yeah. was, it was, it was terrible for me because if you landed the, uh, the dreadnought, I was probably already at 12 from necro. So yeah. it really only took one hit or you yeah. would hit me with it. And then I'm necro locked. But, um, yeah. Oh, and actually uh, because of those games, I put in a main deck disenchant Yeah, because I wasn't playing any before. So I put one main deck, which was mystical tutor again. Is yeah. Um, Remember that game we had? <laughs> remember that time? No, remember that game? Uh, <laughs> remember back when uh, we both got necro locked and just yep. had to stop? Yep. Yep. We, we were both at like two life or one life or whatever, and we're like, "Well, I can't do anything. Well, I can't do anything." And <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's beautiful. Dual necro lock ends in well, a draw. Let's count. Let's count the number of cards. Oh wait, no, no. You skip your draw stuff. It's a. Tr- it's, it's truly a draw. Yes, it is a true draw. Like you cannot do anything. Yeah. Oh my god. We were both that's at one. So horrid. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so what other decks? You, so you were on the Esper. Esper Necro, and you said Jacob was on Reanimator. What were the other decks? Reanimator. Uh, Tim was on, um, I think it was like a green-black Necro version that was running for Drain Life. That was like his main way to win. He wasn't on um, Mirror Universe. It was more just like multiple Drain Lives. And then I think he's also splashing red and maybe blue as well, just for like some for some sweet one ofs. Sure. Uh, Matt Braun was on just like a red blue stew. I didn't see a lot of what was going on. Like he basically just had some counter spells and some bolts, but I kind of ran over him. And then uh, I don't know about the other people because what oh, we yeah. ended, so we still ended up doing three and three. So we had you had to play the same opponent at least once across the two formats. So we had three rounds of old school ninety six, three rounds of middle school. Yeah. How did the uh, middle school side go? What'd you play for that? Uh, mono black, um, zombie, suicide black, uh, storm. Okay. Uh, Is that all different f- from what you were playing earlier? You were playing something like mono black as your other deck besides Psychotog for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a bunch of decks. I, I played that deck in a middle school Marauders uh, before, and I went one and two this time. I think both the games that I lost, no, I got crushed by uh, Stifle Knot. Ooh, that is a played terrible that matchup. Ooh. 
Um, he was a new guy. He was one of the guys who actually like drove in for it. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he was a good guy. But he just like that matchup was so terrible for me. That's a sick deck. Yeah, that's, that's a, a lot Sanders, of fun. That's a Sanders special too. Yeah, I think it was blue white or blue red. Hmm. Yeah. It was uh yeah, it was good though. It just like completely completely shut me down. I went to three games with Jayco. He was on um I think it's called Coco Pebbles, right? It's the uh enduring renewal mm-hmm. goblin goblin bombardment yeah, the necro version necro. is with form uh, of the dragon. Yeah, Verdi Pebbles is the blue version. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, he he got me one game with uh, I think it was game three of Form of the Dragon. That's a really cool deck, man. It's hard yeah. to play. It's hard for me to play, uh, but it's it's enjoyable. It's a puzzle. You didn't say it's because you're remedial. You didn't drop that in. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> it's a poor craftsman who blames his tools. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not, I didn't win I'm with it, so the deck is awful. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good. At, I'm not good at play that deck. There's a lot of counting going on, and I, I can't count past. Whatever. How many toes you have? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ten. Yeah, have you guys uh, faced anybody who's got a good elves deck, or any of you guys got a good elves deck? Uh, I remember playing Bob. Yeah, Bob had one. Uh, who I'm sure found an elves deck from someone. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, we all know that Bob didn't come yeah. up with it himself. No. no uh, but yeah, got, uh, Gaia's Cradle. Uh, there's that guy. Uh, he's like a, what's his name? Kamal Fist of. Kamal, yeah. Crosa, yeah yes. Kamal, who like who like overruns. And yeah, essentially the deck just like makes a ton of mana natural orders for a Kamal and then yeah. uh, kills you. Yeah, I'm uh getting Chris Burgesson's set of gold bordered uh guys' cradles. Oh, you were the guy who bought him. I see. Yeah, so I'm going to uh try some brewing in that space. I'm gonna mail you a fucking a bag of the dog's turds for getting those underneath me. Sick. I saw those things too. Yeah, I responded like five hours after we posted. I that. see the <laughs> pandemic hasn't stopped uh, your purchasing of magic cards. Uh, it is. It's it's limited. That one. That was probably the last biggie for a while. Actually, I do want to specifically thank uh, Charlie while we've got him on here for helping me finish that play set of Rush Sign Kravikan Horrors, dude. I appreciate your help on that. Yeah, dude. That was funny because I was like. I was just looking for whatever, and I kept on finding them. I was just like like browsing uh, Facebook, and then yeah. saw some dude way out in the middle of nowhere country had one. Well, I started yeah. blasting the airwaves looking for them, so everybody's like, hey, I heard this guy's buying out all the Rush Sign horror. <laughs> <laughs> Go from 25 to 250 bucks. Like, yeah, uh, baby. Just there's like, only probably eight on the planet. Like, who the fuck would get that card signed? Yeah, I would. Card's That's sick, true. man. <laughs> I'm like, if this shit bring- continues for another couple of months, I'm probably going to huck my power. Fuck it. <laughs> that yeah. bad, huh? It'd be, it'd be, it'd be a sad day, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it ain't going to stop you from playing the game. I mean, Remember- our, um, we'll get to this in a moment, but like our, our Q cup and our rotisserie, we'll get to Dom's rotisserie chicken in a minute. But the, I mean, we're playing fully proxied on that or proxy allowed on that. Yeah, is that when that, you got unglued everything in there, dude? And like, if, like some stores of shares from Commander. Yeah, dude. Oh, oh Moss's Moss's deck was downright disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, we we covered our uh, our decks from the old school side, Charlie. Uh, while you were busy fucking around figuring out what time zone you're in, but uh, <laughs> yeah. no, I, I played a few choice reprints in my deck, like my uh, uh, full art island and my eternal masters. 
factories and a few other stinker reprints. <laughs> Putrid. But I also love it. Oh, Charlie, yeah. are you are you playing in the in the quarantine cup? No, this is the best access I have to anything that has video and audio. I don't have a mic. And um, my laptop is from 1974. So <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, I haven't set anything up. I was living out of my car for a while. So it's like, how am I going to like, I'm not going to go to Starbucks and log in and like set up a table. and like <laughs> play yeah. Some game. Well, yeah, there's definitely no going to Starbucks now. No shit, yeah, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> That that makes me, I was thinking about this the other day, Carter, but it's like, you know, I, I used to have a pretty voracious going around getting coffee habit where I would just hit up coffee shops all the time. And now it's like, Hey, I'm not out and about doing that, but I'm also just completely used to brewing my own coffee now. So it's like, is that a habit that's going to come back or is this, uh, I would go to a coffee shop tomorrow if I could. Yeah, I think so. I want to get out of the house. I want to just like be around other people. I want to drink somebody else's coffee that doesn't taste like mine. I mean, I, I like, you know, I, yeah. I have a French press and all that, but I like getting out oh, of the house. Get so. some exercise too, you know? Yeah. 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 Coffee has become, because so many of the coffee shops have, have closed down, um, including the people who we buy coffee from this company called Ipsento. So somebody oh, yeah. from Ipsento called me, uh, while I was at the restaurant a couple of days ago and goes, Hey, um, you know, both of our brick and mortar places have closed down. We've got 20 pounds of the coffee that you guys buy from us. Oh, wow. In like a trash can. You get like, do you want it? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Bring it over. Uh, so there's just like stacks and stacks. So coffee has now become like a not very precious resource for, <laughs> for me, at least. Dude, Carter, can you like bag that up and just sell it? Will they allow you to do that or... Um, I, d- I, I did, I did have somebody come by the restaurant. So it's so funny. People will still come into the, so my, my, uh, cafe, we, uh, we don't have a, um, an espresso machine. It's just not tenable. There's not enough space. It's like, it's a lot of money. And since sometimes it's just one to two people working, it just, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't work, but there's still people who like walk from door to door asking for a latte. It's like, Dude, you're not going to be able to get a latte no matter where you go. Every single place is closed down. I'm is like, Intelligentsia closed? It's it's all closed. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Unless it's drive through, is that what I'm like? I'm like, I'll sell you a, a you know like a you know a deli container full of beans if you want. <laughs> He's like, you can do you can do pickup in uh, Chicago. It, it's okay. not just drive through. You can you can walk into places. Yeah, there's yeah, carry you out. Can. Yeah, you can you can walk in and 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 order carry out. For so you sure. can still get a latte at like Starbucks or get like some sort of BS drink at Dunkin' Donuts? Well, I don't yeah. think any of those places. I know Starbucks is closed, right? Dunkin' is open next to me. Yeah. There you go. Good That's for them. Insane. But still. Uh, yeah, I feel like we haven't gotten hit like that here. Uh, I can still get, you can still walk into places and um, and pick up food. You can still like grab drive through at Dunkin'. Starbucks, you can still walk inside. They just pushed all their tables off to the corner. They, we didn't get that call for um, self quarantine, like self quarantine stuff. Well, it's uh, coming, dude. That was, yes, that was yesterday. Yesterday was the first day. Yeah, mm. but it's just a really function. Cool. It's, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. yeah, restaurants have been operating differently. So there's, the, you know, some, and so I assume that there's going to be like a policy across the board that the state is going to run down. Like I'm sure every restaurant that's going to continue to be open. Uh, people might even need to be retrained and get a new what's called a serve safe certification. Yeah. 
Um, but so yeah, some restaurants, like they won't even let you walk inside. Like they crack the door open for you and some glove tant <laughs> reaches out and hands you a bag of food. Um, but my restaurant, it's like, there's like a barricade between like with tables, you know, between people who come in and the rest of the restaurant. So I'll walk in, I'll just drop people's stuff off at a table, walk away. But I'm sure that there will be some sort of like across the board type yeah. policy pretty soon. Sure. Do you wear like a physical sneeze guard, like shoulder harnesses with like a piece of glass in front of you and like hand stuff to people? So that they have them at the um, they have them at the grocery store now at, at oh, Tony's. They installed like yep. big glass panes between you and the. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've been to uh, Tony's. That's like our local grocery store recently. That's great. Yeah, That's, they definitely. Yeah. yeah, they've got it at Food Smart behind me too. I mean, especially for me, like I spit when I talk for sure. So oh, I know so. that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, I'm not talking about spitting fire, spitting phlegm. <laughs> talking about spit takes. Yeah. <laughs> when I school you on old school magic. Spitting nonsense <laughs> is more like it. <laughs> Speaking of nonsense, that's a perfect segue, Carter. Oh, to, that's uh, a lovely segue. Yeah. <laughs> to a Dom's rotisserie draft. <laughs> so Dom, first, first off, I, let me just say one thing about Dom is that one thing when he when he moved away, he totally stopped posting in our in our Discord. It's like yeah, radio yeah. silence from the yeah. guy, right? Yeah. Ever since he becomes a bit a big hotshot doing doing who knows who in in New York, <laughs> now he drops back into our Discord and is like, guys, I've got a great idea. Rotisserie draft, all of old school. Who's in? Let's get eight people. And <laughs> I. Did not join, but Moss, yeah. maybe you can give people a rundown well, on what it's that like, experience It's like fantasy like. football or fantasy baseball drafting of the entire old school set. So your number, but it's, it's um, what do you call it? Snaked. So the number one pick doesn't come back until pick number 16. And then, you know, and then they get two in a row and so forth. So, um yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know really what else to say. Like, we're doing forty card decks. Um, the the card pool got pretty gnarly, you know. Once you get down past, you know, your standard. Uh, well, and you guys only did two hitters. packs, right? Like, you you only did thirty card draft. Correct. So, I mean, that's slim pickings. A, a draft is typically forty five cards. You know, three three packs of cards. Yeah. So That's yeah. Uh, we 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 kept it pretty trimmed down. Um, and and yeah, we're just, you know, so we're we're translating those drafts and uh, the drafts into forty card decks. Um, it's like I said earlier, it's proxy legal. Um, and it, the, but the fun, the most fun part was in the Discord, the actual shit talking everybody's picks. Yes, and, yeah, uh, I was also I didn't end up doing it. I was also I was really on the fence, like I wasn't sure if I wanted to. Yeah, uh, and so when Greg signed up for eighth, I was like, ah, oh well, I'll just check out the Discord. So like I've just been creeping on that Discord channel. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it, it was just a hilarious. It was just a total flame war. It was just a flame war. So Dom was slowly assembling the infinite combo. He got brain geyser. He got a dis, uh, a disintegrate. And then he got, uh, he got a mana drain and he got, um, the salt monolith. And then the pick went all the way down. I'm like, nobody's paying attention to Dom's list. And it started coming all the way back around to me on the snake. And I'm like, okay, so seriously, we're just going to, as a, as a, field we're just gonna let dom assemble fucking infinite mana oh and he'd gotten a rocket launcher so i'm like <laughs> all right I'll, I'll dive on the grenade and i just hate drafted uh power artifact right 
in, with the pick right before the him. Pure disrespect, yeah. dude. Unprecedented. Yeah, yeah. He had Unbelievable. the plate. He had the the, the the dinnerware set, the knife, the fork, but no steak. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I would say like, I don't know, like what, like what do you pick first? Do you do you go monolith and then? Oh yeah. I once it so. goes over to you, then you just snag the the power artifact next. Then you start picking the fireballs or whatever. I think so. I mean, because uh, monolith actually does something. Because if you're just showcasing it, right, like so clearly. But, right, and he he took the monolith and then it had to go all the way back down and then back up around. And, and Dom and I were both kind of toward the end of the draft or the end of the first round, right? So he should have taken the uh, monolith, then it goes to Shane who picks two, then back to Dom and then gotten the power artifact there. Because then you can get so many other cards with, yeah. with I mean, you can get a lens ring, you can get Correct. mirror universe, Correct. you can get uh, any, any expel, any, every expel, and, and any expel, rocket launcher, disintegrate, yeah. fireball, uh, spell blast, anything. So like Moss, every time I've the, seen that guy in the last year, he's been on either a whole bag of mushrooms or a whole <laughs> package of fucking like hot candies. Maybe his <laughs> thought process got a little affected. This Maybe is Dom. <laughs> yeah, like he was like on a different planet at the big kid. Yeah, he's yeah, on yeah. the level. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you saw if you saw him at Lord's house, like his hair's all over the place. He's yeah, like, yeah, like, he kind of had that Doc Brown, <laughs> that Doctor <laughs> Emmett Brown hairstyle. <laughs> Dude, what I wouldn't give for that hairstyle. Like, <laughs> Some people have all the luck. You know what I'm saying? He's like, check out my skull style. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, no, Dom. Dom works hard. Barty's hard. That's for sure. Yeah, but so, the fucked up thing was like the next day, like after say like the uh, the EDH game we played, yeah, he was, like, oh right god, yeah. beyond point, like he remembered everything, you know, about the night before, except when yeah. he was in the moment. Like I was like, definitely the fucking tape stopped recording. Yeah, but, not so, not so. You mean yeah. when he anime deaded your pro black creature and then you yeah. pers- proceed? I get blamed for it. I got. <laughs> Are you still going to do that? Are you still going to do that altar of an alien sucking Nicol Bolas's dick for me? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Did I agree to that? Oh yeah, baby. Oh is this the game boss that you added like an asterisk i did yeah because, I gave, I gave because you're like asterisk. well charlie won but yeah. well we yeah, the the rules committee uh gave him a half of a victory for that a committee it Which was is just, just you a committee yeah. of moss yeah the one-man committee the pull-up bureau <laughs> and you're the one that totally went along with it and got balled by it. it's like yeah <laughs> yeah i didn't know that fucker had pro black i mean what card was it minion of leshrac yeah leshrac yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, that old chestnut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you played any rotisserie draft games yet? Uh, so I played Dom late last night. Uh, like as as soon as we finished, just sleeved up and got after it. He beat me two to one. And just to set the set the picture here, uh, my deck is creatureless. It borrows a concept from a, an old Danny Friedman deck from when I fir- basically very first met him. It's. Um, Land equilibrium, mana vortex. Um, so how those cards interact is the the equilibrium is a two and two blue enchantment that um, your opponent it, it, you you count the number of lands you have in play, and if if your opponent has more than you, then when they go to play a land, they have to sacrifice a land. So you're able. Um, to then use the mana vortex, which is going to slowly make everybody sacrifice their lands. 
then when you get down to zero, the vortex blows up, the equilibrium stays in play. At that point, I don't play another land and my opponent can never do anything for the rest of the game because they can never play a land because I haven't played one. And then my win, yeah. And then my win con is uh, Felden's cane. So I got Dom game one with it. And it was like, this was after like 10 turns of draw, go discard. He finally scooped. He figured it out. Um, And he's like, Oh wow, that's really impressive. Uh, but, uh, (laughs) and so cool. Nice. Yeah. And then game three, he got me, but he only had three cards in his deck, um, when he finally got me. And then I played Tyler in two games today. We actually have to have a game three because he had to, uh, he had to bug out, uh, at a last second there, but we're tied one game to one. And I got the same thing. I got him under the lock. So I'm like, holy shit, this deck might actually work even with one of of these key cards. And then the rest of the deck is like the abyss mind twist balance, um, enchantment based creature disruption, like paralyzed gaseous form, tormented something, just a bunch of weird fucking cards. I gotta send you a pick. I built this deck about a month ago with Enchantress. So I'm running with Enchantress. Is it bug? Uh, it's yeah, it's bug. Yeah. Yeah. With Enchantress to get extra draws. And then, um, yeah, basically it's like, how fast can you lock out your opponent? Yep. And then I would drop like a a black vice or like Eureka out, uh, of, force of nature or something yeah but, did you yeah. get a armageddon to go with the yep um, i've got armageddon as well because that I, also works just the same right absolutely like play that's what i did equilibrium again that, that's what i did to tyler is i i played i had a, a vortex already in play um and then i top decked again and then just accelerated it by armageddoning and then he was just toast is this based on your uh old school edh experiences moss because this sounds like a it's kind of a miniaturized version of that. Yeah. I've played, I've never played man of vortex in EDH just because it's so purely hateful. Like we, we typically have a soft ban on Armageddon cause it's just like, it's such a long game anyways that that just, it's not fun. Man of vortex is kind of a softer version of, I guess of that effect, but um, I've, I've never, Usually I've never in your company is kind of not that fun over that long of a period too. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I turn into a <laughs> yeah, pumpkin, vast diminishing returns. <laughs> I turn into a pumpkin at midnight anyways. So do you, uh, do, do you have a way of getting, do you have like a mox or something to get no, the cane into play? No, unfortunately. Um, uh, well, no, I can just play the cane while I'm sacking, sacking down on, but the let's vortex. say you, let's say you let, let's say you land equi- equilibrium, then get you need to have the cane in play already. Yes. Or I can play one land at some point and then cane right away. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I'm giving them one land. Wait, right. what, are, what are they going to do with one but land? You, but you can't tap the land for mana, can you? Yeah. Oh, you can't. Wait. Yeah. If, they have, if they have no lands and there's land equilibrium in play, when you play your land, it's sacrificed immediately. Correct. You cannot use the land. You can't tap it for mana. No. Uh-oh. Uh, I, Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it's like, well, I mean, we can go to the videotape here. No, I thought it was like, it's based off what I have. So like as the owner of the enchantment, I can play a land and then use it. And then my opponent may now play one land because I've played one. Doesn't it right. count who has the least lands? No, I don't no, think it works less, like that. No, no, more than you. no, no, no. Here's you the gather. Oh, okay. No more than all, right, you. all right. Here we go. Here's the, yeah. here's the ruling. If an opponent who controls at least as many lands as you would put a land yeah. onto the battlefield, that player instead puts that land on the battlefield and then sacrifices it. Uh, so they can tap it for mana that your opponent can, but it all has to do with your opponent. It's not 
it's not symmetrical. Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you could play out another land and then they could play out another land. Yeah, exactly. So I, second land. Yeah, so I play the land, play my Felden's Cane. They're not going to do anything with one land this late in the game usually. So, anywho. That's, any, that's disgusting. Yeah, so there's some cool decks. Um, Greg built a red-green uh, red green heater with uh, Channel Fireball, Lotus, a couple Moxin, and red-green guys. So that deck looks formidable. Um, Edders is playing some kind of a Patriot stew. He's got Ancestral Recall. So I played Chains of Mephistopheles. I got that in my deck as well. And he an- ancestraled into the Chains. That was sick. Um, so is if that- you got to pick the first card... You, so you pick you Greg had the card in all of old school. Greg what? had the number one pick and took Lotus. Lotus. Slack had number two and took Soul Ring, and then Edders had three and took Ancestral. I would have taken probably Ancestral number one. No, you would have took Atog number one. Oh, number one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think if it's Black Lotus or Soul Ring, but I think I would take Soul Ring just because of the and, and like. If you take Soul Ring, you can kind of build a deck around that by itself. Sure. Soul Ring is so busted. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. It's, pro- it's probably Soul Ring. Soul Ring might be better than Black Lotus in like a draft game. So it's now like Cabal Ghoul, huh? That's your go-to? You That's your go-to, to, isn't it? No, it's just the Cabal <laughs> Ghoul over here, dude. Yeah, just the, the Bald Ghoul. <laughs> it's just every game that you play against me, you become the Cabal Ghoul. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Although Greg, so Greg got Black Lotus and Ernie, right? That's yeah. a combo. That's nice, too. Turn one, Ernie. That sounds great. I mean, I've got Sitting got in the Bottle, of course. Too, didn't he? Didn't he get he got Channel, channel Fireball, and, yeah, Black he's Lotus? Yeah. He's going to, I don't know. I have him for, well, are you guys doing Round Robin? Yeah, everybody plays everybody. I would bet that he's going to win. Well, well, shit. Damn. <laughs> that sucks. We've heard all the other decks. <laughs> <laughs> does he have Mirror Universe? No, I forget who does. But I, I think Bob. Yeah, Bob went artifact heavy on a Titania Prison type deck. But that's neat. Yeah, the decks look really neat. Um, I wonder if there's a way of like cutting that... Uh, that uh excel sheet and putting it into the file or maybe or actually people took pictures of their decks too i'm i'm looking forward to seeing what happens yeah. odds are the games are going to be fucking awful oh might have been tremendous dude but i uh <laughs> it was enjoyable to follow from afar yeah especially since it took two days to complete yeah we were hauling tagging ass tagging each other in the discord yeah, being yeah. like okay it's your t- your pick next yep. there was there was one moment where moss dialed me up for a skype game and then <laughs> slack busts in to our room and is like moss it's your pick what are you fucking around playing games yeah he's like this well, shit moss is irrelevant is, moss is playing standstill heading and hawing as i have just a swamp in play <laughs> Just the most disrespectful. I'm balls balls deep in the think tank over here. But it's like you just managed to waste multiple people's time because not only were you wasting (laughs) my time, you're wasting like seven other people's time. Oh, man, I was having a ball, baby. You just became like a sink, like a black hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a man of sink. (laughs) Um, In other online play news, the kid, uh, Danny Friedman, made the finals of, I think, I don't know who held this tournament, maybe Dave. 
it was an Atlantic Rules tournament, and Danny um, made the finals playing the dreaded Twiddle Vault deck. Atlantic meaning uh, unrestricted recall and time vault and, and one and restricted strip. Strip mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, so that deck uh, is really impressive. It pretty much doesn't play any win conditions. So when they're going off, you truly have to sit through the whole thing because they can't really prove to you. Like, you're very, very likely dead, but since they can't, like, actually show it to you you sort of have to sit through the whole process every time that sounds um, like a dandy deck and the question is is could we unrestrict recall and time vault in eternal central would it be fun could you just strip that deck out do people want to sit through it what's the big deal what is the deal what is the deal <laughs> Danny Coming was saying his combos to play spaces, dude. <laughs> uh, so you're, yeah, you're, you're yeah, positing yeah. the like the, the the you're just posing the question here to the floor. Then, well, I, I would think say it's, I think it's one. I think that deck in that format is certainly a contender. I mean, it's as much as a contender as any other deck that you'd expect to face. You know, shops, Atog, the deck, sure, Torak deck. I think when you play Atlantic, like. You could probably expect somebody to be playing Twitter Vault and you need a plan for it. It's really good. Um, the question is, is could we just unrestrict both those cards here and have it also be fine with that deck as a player in the in the format? Danny was oh, saying so his combo is like sorry, uh he's saying his combo is really fast, like turn three pretty consistently, which mm-hmm. I feel like is probably too fast for old school. Yeah, how would you disrupt it then? Just beside, or other than stripping them out, maybe. Well, that's the thing. It's like if you unrestrict everything, then you have strip mine as another tool, right? Because, like, let's say you're playing against Twiddle Vault in those rules, you would think that strip mine would be an extra tool to combat the deck, thereby weakening it a slight amount. Um, but doesn't it run all all the moxes and four felwar? You know, and like all the artifact mana. That it's got a lot of ram. Yeah, it's playing um, mana vaults. Actually, I think three mm, mana okay. vaults, maybe some amount of felwar stones. You're just trying to make you know really broken plays early on. You know, yeah. cast a howling mind, then untap. You're playing four recalls to get all your twiddles back. So the the mana vaults are really good there too. Um. It's just a it's just a question. Like, if the deck is a contender in Atlantic, would it be? Are we? Would we be okay with it also being a contender here, but maybe slightly weakened because of four strip mine? Obviously, like Anka Mishra and Black Vice are also another big problem for the deck too, which is another really great easy strategy. So the second card you unrestrict is uh, Recall. Well, both uh, we have both Time Vault and Recall unrestricted. So the question is, could we just unrestrict both of those, pretty much open the floodgates? Yeah, I, I think unrestricted recall is problematic. You could try you could try time unrestricted time vault, but recall is just a degenerate card. I would like um if if I were to pick one of the two, I would also pick time vault because it's actually a permanent that you can interact with. Yeah. Yeah, when I played with uh I forget if I had two or three recalls, but when I played in that tournament in Seattle uh, last fall, 
I mean, just the second recall is insane. It, and in that deck, it would just, it meant a lot of extra strip mines. So I could just, I'm just blowing up people's mana base even, even more and getting even further ahead with shops. Hmm. It would be kind of dope to be like the format with the most shit unrestricted. Well, it's like a true, a true wild west type type scenario. I don't know. The deck is really fucking. If awful you build it, Charlie will come. From, but <laughs> no. yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll let Charlie give it a whirl. What do you think, Charlie? Is that is that your style? No, no. To watch your opponent think... fidget in their chair and cast you an awful fucking glare across the table. You're ask, pretty sweet. You're, you're a nice guy. Like when I play him. Charlie goes to time enough already, baby. We can't put him <laughs> oh on this God. deck. <laughs> yeah, we can't. We can't. We can't have that happening. Shit, he'll be taken. I get stuck in the tank on turn two, and I just have six <laughs> mana in my hand. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Every time you don't play a turn one Savannah Lions, I go, ah, oh, fuck me. This is gonna go on forever. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like twice ever. What the fuck? <laughs> Well, you t- you did two o me, so <laughs> I did. I stepped on your neck. <laughs> the disrespect. You're so sad. And then right after that, you're like, "Fuck that! I'm building a tog." <laughs> you well, guys pushed me to it. <laughs> if there was one, if there was we broke one a spirit, we broke well, a spirit. Mean, I don't know. If there was one tournament to try hard at, in my opinion, it was yeah. Lord's House. How's the Golden Lord treating you over there, boss? Well, I'm putting it in my I put it in my sideboard of uh of the deck yes. in you, homage to our to our Swedish brethren who keep a who keep a, a shark in their sideboard if you win it. Yeah. And I think you, I'll probably continue that tradition uh uh from here on out. Cuz in oh. your own words, you don't know how to sideboard anyways, so what's that 15th card for? In- Except for sheer bragging rights, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Charlie, um, shit, I don't know what I was going to say. I'm kind of running out of steam here. <laughs> but you're going to click me out. All right, you're so Charlie, you're done. <laughs> All, right, All right, Charlie, we're, good. we're just going to head and boot you out. Move to the yeah. round of three, you're out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do uh, want to give a quick shout out to Danny. Uh, for, so for Quarantine Cup, so he's playing old school. He and Nathan are on a team. He's playing old school. Nathan's oh, yeah. on middle school. Oh, that's right. And so Danny had a deck where his win condition was... Um, Tormod's Crypt. So his only win condition was just like Tormod's Crypt you and then Time Twister and then get everything back and just like keep going what and basically fuck? mill you out. It was disgusting. I did end up getting there against him, but uh, it was it was a thing of beauty. Like I was just sitting there waiting for some kind of win condition. And when he drops Tormod's Crypt, I'm like, oh, fuck. This is unbelievable that you're doing this to me, Danny. Yep, Danny just comes up with new ways to disrespect his opponents every day. Yeah, it's it's like the... I feel the, like he bolts out of bed like, oh, that would be even more insufferable. He just wants to share his grumpiness with the world. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does play at a reasonable pace, though. I, you got to say that about Danny. It's like he plays at a reasonable pace. He, you know, takes his turns in a reasonable fashion. Yeah. So I, I respect that, even though his decks, then, you know, are, are miserable. <laughs> Imagine Charlie trying to play those decks. <laughs> My beard would be fully grown back in by the time we finish that fucking game. Jesus. I'm going to build some sort of fucking dirtle deck just to play you next turn. Yeah. And I just going to wait. If I, Shit, if what's I don't, that going to be, 2022? 20, 
I'm yeah. gonna have to put on a fucking hazmat suit to play you then. Yeah, I made I maintain that I won the last old school tournament of all time. So yeah. there's that. Carter was champion at the first and only Lord's House. <laughs> that would be so sad. I had so much fun. It'll happen again. Maybe it'll happen in the in the summer, so we won't have to worry about coronavirusing each other. But uh, next summer, again. Yeah, next yeah. summer. Exactly. Not this yeah. summer. Next summer. Yeah, maybe. Um, I know that the the Kumite event was postponed, so I get to hold on to this championship belt for a little bit longer. Hold on, oh, I'll, just, I'll go grab. You've been wearing it. Oh, I thought you were wearing it this whole time. <laughs> Moss revealing his pasty white milkshakes there. Doesn't yeah. even doesn't even honor us with wearing a pair of you gotta take care of we gotta take care of the people, the Patreon <laughs> Patreon patrons. <laughs> oh my god. Donate when you can, people. Times is yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, times are hard, man. I l- I right. love how you have that belt with it easier. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, is, was that on your bed? Do you, do you sleep with that? No, it was. It, it was, was on a shelf. It, it was in his shelf next to it. It was in his closet. He has it next to his jeans and stuff. He's like, "Do I want to put this on today?" Man? Oh man! <laughs> Just walk around the house as the it's champion. The perfect accoutrement when I go out for a walk through a uh, desolation row here. Uh, you keep it polished up nice too. I could oh, see. My, I could see your reflection in it. Yeah, spit shine, baby. Well, gentlemen, this was an absolute pleasure. I hope you all are doing well and continue to be well, especially you, Charlie, who are so much farther away than the, than yeah, the rest of us. Thank, keep yeah, Definitely keeping you zero. in our thoughts. Yeah, but... Oh, um, hell yeah. Uh, and ideally, I think I'd like to try to do bi-weekly casts like this. So we'll, we'll, keep, we'll, get the, we'll get the ball rolling again and keep it going. We'll get the ball rolling. We'll get my lighting better. Yeah, we'll get him out of the dungeon. <laughs> No, it's okay. It's a, I don't have to see your full face. It's just kind of like half like dark man. Yeah, you look pretty good at the sliding, Carter. I gotta Wait, say. what do you mean good? Because you can see, dude. That's not the first time he's heard that. Let's put it that way. Jeez, oh, come on, guy. So disrespectful. Yeah, I probably um, only make love to you at nighttime. Yeah. In the wee, wee small hours. Jeez. Oh, Speaking of wee small. All right. All right, I'm going to go look for my pants. I think they're I think the laundry's just about I knew it, dude. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, it was an absolute pleasure. Talk to you guys again soon. Yeah, peace. Later. Peace to you guys again. <laughs>